Say What? Say What Radio Show. With no agenda. It's always a surprise. But if we're not having fun, we're doing something wrong. And welcome to the uh, Say What Show. It's uh, January 3rd. No, it's January 5th. My name's Nancy Hopkins. With me is Dolly Howard and Barbara White. I hope. I hope they're both here. Uh, Dolly, you here? Um, Nancy, this is still December. So, uh, what did I say? January? Yeah. I don't know what that is. I've been doing it all, like, since de- December started. I don't put 12. I put 01. I don't know <laughs> what that what that is about. But, uh, yes. <laughs> Yes, definitely. We um, we are in December. Maybe I want to get through December so much it's like ah, I ain't paying no attention to it, you know. <laughs> okay, so what I need to know is uh, from our chat is uh, am I coming in okay? Am I loud enough? Because I had a screw up. I mean, this uh, anyway. Just let me know. Are you hearing me well? Because uh, the gauges are all different <laughs> i don't know what to tell you Oops. <laughs> i'm gonna put that up to zero i just i just increased the sound because the sound seems to be the the problem with um uh with me when on these what happened was that the machine the thing that program that does this zeroed out for some reason i had to pick up an old setup and it's an old setup so I, I had adjusted certain things I'm gonna adjust this one too oh my gosh I, I am just so blown away with Jan's reporting hi Barbara are you there <laughs> okay Ray's saying yes and he's hearing me I'm well there. hi hi darling how are you I'm actually good I don't know about the people around me but I I am good I feel very very fortunate yeah yeah, we're doing yeah. we're doing good. Everybody is, I think. I'm hoping. Uh, can you give a very brief rundown of what Jan shared? Um, yeah, I sure can. Yeah. Can you put yourself on mute because there is a little bit of feedback? Maybe it's probably me, but if you do that, we won't. Okay, what she's talking about is the election and the fraud, and uh the president hadn't been saying anything and then i don't know maybe what five days ago maybe a little bit more he comes out and he gives this speech it was like 47 minutes and i listened to it and i you know was like okay you know i've I've, i know this i've heard this well what they were saying was that this speech actually had some coding in it that activated an entire cyber warfare prod operation that had been planned since 2018 in detail and she just details it out it was ma- mainly from uh mike adams over at uh ooh, what is it natural jeez i can't think of the website for the second um i can look it up though because i can um but what happened it what what it says is that they actually set up a uh Natural news. Okay, natural news. They actually set up a cyber trap. And 
why is why is Walt saying okay? It seems I'm not invited to ta- today's show. What's that mean? Why is he saying that? Walt, did I screw up and tell you we were to come on today? Bring him in. Okay. Well, okay, Walt. I'm going to add you to the group. Yes, absolutely. We'll have fun. Okay. Wait a second, everybody. Walt Silva is about to be added to this illustrious group here. Yay! Yeah. <laughs> okay, Walt Silva. There you go. You're added. So, what do I have to do? All right, they're calling him now. He's being called. Uh, there he is. Hey, Walt. I, I, my my problem because I'm I'm totally confused as to what day it is. <laughs> you you took my messaging in the cell phone to mean today, and I was thinking I was talking to you from Monday. I honestly did. I thought I was talking to you on Monday, not. Walt, she doesn't even know what month this I, I, is. I don't know the month. I don't know the day. <laughs> <laughs> She's completely confused. I'm hearing two oh, of Nancy's. So. You're hearing two of me? Yes, I'm hearing two Nancy's. Because you've got the, do you have the radio on and uh, the player on, on your computer? Hold on, hold, hold on, let me see. Oh, okay. One, two, three, do you hear me twice? <laughs> no, no, that's fine. Okay. So, uh, today is, today is, it, well, I'm, I guess the joke's on me. I thought today was Tuesday. <laughs> oh. <Okay. laughs> Holy well, cow, none of, I don't even know what year it is. And, oh. Okay, I'm, I'm getting out then. So no, 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 stay, 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 please, stay, please, please stay. We'll have, if you want to stay, you don't have to be here, but if you would like to stay here, we would love to have no, you here. I, I'd love to, but... Well, what else were you doing? Come no. on. This is embarrassing. Hey, yes. <laughs> Stay with us, Walt. Walt don't be well, embarrassed. It was meant to be. It was meant to be. I, I know that I have no notion of time, but this is ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> Just, no, honest to God, I, 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 was, I was working on a whole day thinking it was Monday. And yet I knew I was on Friday because I was doing other things. And then all of a sudden, like, I, I suddenly went into a state of panic and I was going like, what the hell day is it? I mean, I was talking to people as if I was talking to them on a Monday about a Tuesday. And then Somebody it wasn't. Somebody stole the calendar. Oh, God. Remember the thing that Andrew Barsis said, that uh, the reason there's a clock in the center of every town in Europe it was actually, it's not a coincidence, it was actually planned that way. They did it on purpose in order to unify all time throughout all provinces and all places. So everyone has always the same time. Someone has dis- dismantled that, I think. <laughs> I think there are tremendous changes happening. Um, it's whatever day you need, need or want. <laughs> Okay, so what we were talking about was what Jan had said regarding the uh, presidential election. And um, let me just run through that because it was, I had heard the same information, but to see Mike put it out the way he did, he did it very well. Mike Adams, Natural News. And essentially, we are in rip-roaring warfare, but it's all in cyberspace. And they set the trap. They knew 
what they could do, and so they kind of allowed them to do it while the cyber police were watching it happen. They've got all of the data that they need to do to do everything, and the thing that we were talking about on Tuesday's show, Walt, regarding uh, Simon Parks? Uh-huh. Okay. Well, that sounds like it's much more yes than not because of what Mike presented today. So what's happening is that they let them do the things they did to try to steal the election. Um, All the ballot harvesting and and making up ballots and pre-printing ballots and all of this stuff that Jan was relating in detail. But the key is this cyber warfare. And I did not know it because these... these, uh, uh, I want to call them decrees, but they're, I guess they're executive orders, but they're national security something or other. I had it written down. And they are issued in high secrecy. So what he did was he set up an entire operation of cyber warfare, uh, offensive cyber warfare, trying to protect us by, you know, the best defenses and offense. And so they set this trap that, the bad guys fell into. So they have them completely dead to rights. There is no problem of any of this being captured by the, you know, admiralty law legal system that was put into place by the corporation that took us over during the Civil War time. Because what it is, it's a national security question, which means that it will be tried by military tribunals. This is high treason, high sedition. Military tribunals have been given, in public, the right to try civilians for treason and sedition. It was a, that was one of the first things that he ever got on the books. But now, because it's a cyber warfare Declaring that anybody who touches cyber, uh, what do you call? What do they call them? Um, essential, essential systems. Okay, communication systems. And if you attack those, you're attacking the United States. It's it's declare it's a, a declaration of war. And at that point, if you engage in it, then you are in a wartime footing. And you will not be tried by civilians, you know, the civilian courts. It will be military tribunals. And he confirmed, he said that Gitgo, Gitgo, uh, Git, Git, Gitmo is probably getting very close to overfill. All right. And that this, this will all be over within two weeks. So, you know, pull Thank your britches God tight. for that. Pull your breeches tight. When they say this is going to get over in two weeks, what part of this process is going to be over in two weeks? Well, what's going to happen? Just just the election part of it, or something bigger? Well, what, what? Let me let me put it to you this. Let me just give you. You know, this is we're only entertainment purposes here. Um, let's just let's just assume that this is probably what the scenario will come out to. Okay, so the and I'm I'm like really excited about an hour from now or 45 minutes when the president goes to Georgia. 
I don't know what he's going to say, but the fact that Nature Natural News and Mike has come out with this information in the last three days, and he's still reporting. He's, he's do, he said, I'm going to give you another one on Saturday and another one on Sunday. I have not seen the one on Saturday, neither had Jan. And so now he's going to Georgia to do a major, major, major speech. I'm, I'm just like, what is he going to say, you know? Um, because he's trying to support the uh, two uh, Republican senators for re-election. Otherwise, if they were, if the scenario of Biden is president-elect and all that, if that happened, well, we'd lose complete control over the republic if they lost. So it's very important that he go there. But now you got this information coming in right now. So who's Mike? Mike Adams of Natural News, the man oh, okay, that Jan was that Jan was quoting. Oh, that Jan. I lost that part. Okay. All that you heard her say was from Mike Adams today. Okay? But oh, it goes... I thought it was from Jan. <laughs> no, Jan Reed, she doesn't make this stuff up. She's just a reporter. She is a perfect reporter. She stays she out is. of making a decision as to what... She says, I'm going sh- to just tell you what they're saying. Give you a little explanation that I might know, you know, but... So... Um, Anyway, so what what will likely happen is that Biden, with his boot on, because he tripped over a dog. Have you heard the story of how he tripped over the dog? Or he didn't even. Is that trip- the joke that comes uh, before uh, three men walk into a bar? <laughs> just just about because um i mean i sat there with my mouth open as he was explaining the whole scenario see apparently he was in the bathroom having a shower and when he came out of the bathroom the dog dropped a ball at his feet to throw it for the dog so as he bent down to pick up the ball the little doggy was close enough, so he tried to rip off his tail. Oh, I suppose I rip off his tail, but he was grabbing his tail, you know, <laughs> rip off your tail. And the dog uh, kind of freaked out and hit a rug and kind of ran over the rug, throwing the rug backwards where Joe tripped over it. <laughs> and, and so, the, so elaborate when the answer is simple that he was probably in the shower with an eight-year-old so that's uh, that don't you go the there answer. oh man don't you don't you don't you remember that i'm trying to protect my station my god oh lordy lord anyway so <laughs> it's entertainment people it's entertainment just, don't listen to me it's just entertainment. and then while he was getting out of his uh car standing with his, all his weight on the broken foot as he lifted his other foot to step up onto a curb wow he's painless he, oh he is he is superman but supposedly um what simon said about um the uh cia director uh spilling her guts and singing like a canary uh Mike confirmed that he also heard that, although he wasn't positive because there were other things. But, you know, again, somebody saying, yeah, that's probably true. So she'll be brought out. She'll spill her guts. Um, Biden's supposedly already agreed to turn state witness. Um, and the, the thingy on his leg is, uh, yeah, uh, what do they call him? Leg brace, leg, leg monitor. What is it? Whatever it is. It's anyway. a monitor. Yeah. So um, everything is about to, to hit the fan, and it's it's uh, it's just, it's just really 
every, you know, like that, sh well, uh, Barbara, so last Tuesday, Walt had seen, uh, uh, well, it was about a 17-minute uh, thing from Simon Parks. And then I found a second one, the one that he had done the day before. And so we played those. I actually played those on Radio 5G. But when we did the Cosmic Reality Show, the only thing we had was the one that, that Walt, did, Walt was telling us what was in it. And it was from Simon, and he said that there were... I went back and, and actually listened to that again, Walt. And what he was saying was that military aircraft takeoffs were five to, to uh, I think he said five to seven hundred a day. It wasn't that they were all flying into to Guantanamo. It was that was an increase all over the country, but that a good portion of those were going to Gitmo. Uh, so it wasn't, you know, because we're trying to figure out how could you land 500 planes in Gitmo? Yeah, it's, and, you it's know, physically impossible to handle that many flights. Yeah, but they I, were landing fast, though. <laughs> landing and taking off fast. Um, Nancy, it's, uh, Joan says Nancy's audio is a lot louder than anyone else's. Okay, all right, so. Well, she's the boss, so it has to be louder. <laughs> okay, ask Joan if, let me see what it was before. It was, uh, okay, ask her, okay, guys, if, <clears throat> if I'm still too loud or I'm too soft, let me know, please. It's just one of those things that I Nancy never... Hopkins, soft. <laughs> uh, not in this lifetime. <laughs> so, um, yes. So, so uh, Barbara, are you still on the line with us? Yes, yeah, she is. She's just muted. I oh. am. I am. I'm just listening. Okay. So, Glad um, you brought up Simon Parks because I had listened to him too. And... I tuned my friend into him, and she's just crazy about Simon Parks, and she said to me this morning, he's been taken down. Did you know that, or did oh, you hear that? Oh, no. Yeah. You mean off the radio? Right. The his, internet? He's gone, yeah. Not arrested and, and... No, but, you know, he was worried about his channel being taken down, and the last oh. thing he, I heard, he had said, you know, and this might be the last one that I... Uh, I, they might take me down. This might be it. And and when she talked with me this morning, she said, you know, I went into Simon Parks this morning and he's gone. But They've that's the YouTube. Right. Right, yeah. So oh. she said, now we have to go to BitChute. Right. But well, his, I, his site is up and his site has videos. In fact, the latest one is from six hours ago. Oh, good. Okay. Yeah, I'll just tell her. Give give the uh, site address, please. There, well, you got it in yeah, front of you. www.simonparks.org. Okay, so um. Bitshoot. Say again. How do you get into Bitshoot? No, this is Simon's own. Right, right, website. right, right. But uh, all the videos I'll are there. Stop. You don't need to go to any Bitshoot or anything. The the the, the videos are just there. You just click on play. No, I know that, but there are a lot of things that have been taken down by YouTube that you can get on BitChute, only I don't know exactly. Now, why is BitChute better than than Simon's website? Because it doesn't, no, no, it has, it has virtually nothing to do with Simon's website other than the fact that you can alternatively get him there. 
but you can also alternatively get a bunch of other people there who are no longer on YouTube. So they've gone to another platform, and I was wondering oh. how maybe just type in YouTube. I, I, think... I don't use – he posts his videos on his website, even though right. they are sitting in BitChute. I just go to his website. That's it. Right. But no, no. I'm talking about other people. Simon's also. YouTube is still there. It is still okay. there? According to Jan. Huh. Okay. You're spreading bad information. Gosh, that's an untruthful statement. Will be taken down in a heartbeat. Uh, I'll tell my friends she got us all in trouble. Yeah, yeah. Don't listen to your friends. Okay. If I didn't listen to my friends, I'd be crazy. Now I'm just a person who's with a lot of crazy people that you know believe the republic is about to be reinstated. And I'm very excited about it. But anyway, so um, Simon was saying that, um, okay, so I was, I was telling this story. So you got all these these people that are going to, apparently, you know, they've already said that they're going to talk. But um, as far as the, the Guantanamo thing, when he was telling, when Walt was telling us about it, I said to uh, Dolly, Dolly, you think you can do a remote? Because I had already just tried a remote, and my, I was off. My energies were so off that I just I, I didn't think I could do a clean one at all. Um, and so she went in and I followed her. I could, I could easily follow her in. And she saw the planes landing and the people getting off and, you know, took a trip with them to the, to, you know, the buses, no, no, no prison things on them, nothing. It looked just like regular buses. But when you got inside, they had the, the hooks for the, for the uh, leg, uh, leg, shackles and you know so we i was pretty certain because i went with her i saw what she was saying you know i I was pretty certain yeah get most full of people and um so you got a lot of people already arrested um obama's supposed to be again (laughs) somehow contained or controlled or something but he did a, a virtual he was supposed to i thought he was going to georgia no he it was a virtual and they can make up virtuals to say anything, and you swear you were listening to whoever they told you it was. So, um, yeah, there's there's a lot of really... The president is... And I said, you remember, I said, I said, look, the guy took an oath to protect the Constitution of the United States against all enemies, foreign and domestic. He cannot walk away from this. It's a dereliction, dereliction, dereliction of his oath. So I didn't think that there, I thought yeah this is no, the lines the line's been drawn, you know it's now or never. If he was to walk away, we'd never have a, a shot at getting the republic back. And also, um, Mike is specifically stating that the coronavirus was created to give the uh, Democratic Party the ability to have an excuse. To do some of the things they did, particularly the uh, mail-in ballots things. So there's there's a lot of things that are going to be happening. Um, uh, yeah, I saw the I saw the second video that um, one of our listeners Anaka sent us. He he sent two two files. One is audio, and the other one is a video. And the video one, he's um, the man is explaining. 
that according to the document, because he, he shows image captures of the document from a fax, the, uh, the so-called coronavirus was created by the CDC. Yeah. It was actually it was it was made by the CDC, and then uh, in another part, because I didn't see all of it, uh, somebody went to get a COVID test, but instead of letting anybody, somebody or somebody there do the test, he went home with the test. So he opened and and it seems that he maybe he dismantled the uh, he or she dismantled the swab, and inside the swab. There's actually uh, an, an, uh, like an image capture device. It looks like a, something like a microchip, and it's designed that when you swab something, it 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 it, it automatically comes up as positive. <laughs> so without swabbing anything, this thing already reporting that it's it's a positive that you have the virus, when in reality you you haven't swabbed it any, anything. Well, so he said, "Remember, everybody, don't don't take a test. A test." <laughs> well, um, I, I was talking to my brother, who's two years younger than I am, and he's up in Massachusetts, and he's talking all bad about all those people that went to the airport on Thanksgiving. And I said, "Hey, dude, if you were thirty years old, would you have stayed home, hunkered up, or would you have gone?" He said. Well, yeah, I was bulletproof then. <laughs> he's like my age, right? And he's all scared and stuff. And, you know, I wanted to say, oh, dude, dude, you know, you shouldn't be scared. And I thought, well, no, actually, this is a good idea. I said, well, you know, I said, um, the good thing about COVID is that it's it's uh, cured the flu. And he says, what? And I said, yeah, it cured the flu. Because there's no flu. I mean, I, I actually pulled up a map. Flu's... Flu, flu, uh, what do you call them? You know, cases, flu cases. You know what happened? Well, I stopped drinking coffee for over 10 days because when I went through this energy whackout, I didn't want any coffee. And so this is my first coffee in 10 days, and I think I'm a little high on caffeine. <laughs> my mouth is running faster than my mind. Anyway, um, so the, uh, the, what was I talking about? Oh, shoot. Flu. Oh, okay. So, so I look up a map of the flu cases, and it's all green. <laughs> you know, there's like no flu cases in 2020. <laughs> and I'm and down at the bottom. It says uh, this might be accurate because of the COVID influence, whatever that meant. You know. So I said to my brother, Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's cured the it's cured the flu. And he said, well, What do you mean by that? And I said, Well, there's no flu being found. It's it's all COVID. I said, but hey, what for all I know, are putting on those masks and staying apart and not touching anybody, maybe that cured the flu. I didn't tell him that, you know, honey, it's a China thing. They're trying to take over the republic. You better kiss your ass goodbye. No, I didn't do any of that to him. You know, just let it be. But, uh, yeah, there's no flu case, <laughs> there's no flu cases being reported. I've been saying that. It's flu season. But there hasn't been one flu case reported. Yep. It's all COVID. Yep, 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 yep. So, um, yeah, that's what's... Uh, and, and as far as the... the um, What do you call it? The censoring. Okay. 
The censoring is absolutely insane. Sat- last Saturday, uh, I go to go on YouTube, state my station, and it says, you no longer have authorization to access the station. And I was like, what? And then it said, oh, we're only kidding. This is a warning. I wish I had taken a, a print screen of that thing, but I was so, like, discombobulated. I didn't even... They took it down themselves because when I opened up the computer thinking it would still be up because I never changed it, it was gone. But what they did was they... I never had any censoring of any of our shows on Cosmic Reality YouTube. And all of a sudden, they're, they're threatening to take down the station. You know what it was? It was from 2018... And it was called The Plan. And it was two hours of showing you exactly the deep state, exactly what the patriots, who they are, what they're doing, how they did it. Bop, 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 bop. I mean, it was the most dangerous video I ever put out there, to be honest with you. And so two years later, it must have started trending and caught their attention. And holy crap, that was so scary to them that they decided that they were just going to take me right down. But... They gave me a warning. So we're not putting anything up on that YouTube station right now. Um, I will find alternative. All the radio stations, you go to the archives on CosmicReality.com. They're all there. You can listen to them. You can download them. They're all accessible. You just can't do it through YouTube. And the other thing I wanted to say. There's uh, a yay on that one. Yeah, yeah, you know. Um I, I'm going into podcast to to hit. I, I, it's all set up actually. Derek had already done it. Um, I'm going to send all of our um, shows over to every single source of podcasts that there is. You know, Apple Store, whatever. I don't even deal with these things, but um, I put them up on this website, and then they send it out to all these other people. Um, and I, the first show I did was Jan's show from last week because she's so time, you know, critical. And I put it up there, and within an hour it had eight downloads. So that might be, you know, a way of building, you know, the, not that I'm really concerned in building the audience, but right now I want to tell everybody what we know because there's going to be an awful lot more people going like, oh, please, somebody get me out of this. I think the world's gone crazy. And we got to be there for them. I guess that's why we've been here for them from the get-go. So, um, yeah. Um, anybody want to say anything about what we just sort of covered? Well, you were. this is Barb. Um, you were talking about two weeks from maybe, what, a day or two or three or four ago. And um, the eclipse, you know about the eclipse on the 30th, and uh, that sets things up. Uh, It's a clean-out. It's a culmination. It sets up a a finishing up. And the, the solar eclipse, which is on the 14th, which is when it's a new moon eclipse. Um, That's really going to be big. So that's about two weeks. And um, that sets up new stuff. 
And eclipses, you know, different people disagree about when and how much and how long eclipses last. Some people say, well, this one's going to last five years, the influence of this. And, you know, take a look back five years ago or eight years ago or what other planets are involved. Look back then and see what was going on then and something similar will be going on now. But just the fact that, um, you know, these are hitting Trump and they're also hitting the United States uh, in in the United States and Trump's birth chart. Trump was born under an eclipse, which I thought was very interesting. I didn't know that. I don't pay attention much to um, uh, famous people in their charts. A lot of people do because it's a good way to learn. But um, that's not how I go. But anyway, and I'm not doing a lot right now anyhow, but um, this eclipse is going to be big. And then on the solstice, just to just a, a a few just a few minutes uh, after the solstice, uh, Jupiter and oh shoot, Jupiter and Saturn, Jupiter and Saturn move into Aquarius, and a lot of people are saying, okay, this is really the beginning of the age of Aquarius. Now we've heard that for years, right? Ever since oh, who was it? The fifth dimension saying about you know the moon is in the seventh house. Um, the fact that these planets have been in Capricorn for quite a while and that this has to do with structure and government and status quo and discipline and business and money and uh, fame and fortune and moving into Aquarius uh, these planets are going to, especially Jupiter, Jupiter means big, Jupiter means lots, Jupiter means expansive, it means travel, world travel as opposed to traveling around your neighborhood. It means, um, oh golly, it means a lot of things. It means spirit. Uh, it can, you know, on the dark side of Jupiter, it's excess. Or, as I said, it can be big and uh, Uranus rules electronics, and Uranus is going to be in Aquarius for a long, you know, a long time. And um, so, you know, the dark side of Aquarius could be cyborgs and, you know, injected with you-know-whats. And I'm not even going to go there. I'm not going to use the words, but we all know what we're talking about. Um, but this is going to be a shift because those planets have been in, a, in an Earth sign and now they're going into an air sign, so there's going to be much more communication. Uranus is surprises. It's It can be combustion and lightning and electronics, and uh, it also rules astrology. Um, so it's moving into Aquarius, which is also astrology, and it's also forward thinking, new ideas, electronics, new technologies, and think about Jupiter in there, big, expansive. Okay, and um, there are some other planets that are doing some other things around that it could be it it could be volatile. And I don't even want to go there or give it any energy. But um, there's a lot of exciting stuff happening, and I, I can't wait to see it open up. Um, Mercury is in Sagittarius. The, full, the the two eclipses this last month in this, you know, on the 30th and uh, on the 14th, they're all in Sagittarius and Gemini. Gemini is communication. Gemini is 
communication, news, uh, what we're hearing every day, um, lower education. So it may, in other words, grade school and elementary school kind of thing. Uh, Sagittarius is higher education, like uh, spiritual education, philosophy, uh, courts of law. Um, uh, and it could also be um, uh, college, you know, higher education kind of thing. So looks like we might get a lot of information started by these eclipses. And, you know, eclipses may not take place immediately, like we may not see the results of them right away. But I'm encouraged. You know, we've heard for years, I was listening to Wolf Spirit Radio uh, as I was working in the studio the last few weeks, and I was listening to old recordings from Wolf Spirit that I had on a tablet that's dying. And, you know, they were saying the same thing back in 2017 and 2018 about, oh, you know, stuff's going to be released now. These people are going off to Guantanamo. We've got lots and lots of indictments, and we're going to hear about all this stuff. And, of course, we haven't heard anything. So maybe with these big, heavy-duty planets moving into the sign of communication and thinking, maybe, maybe, and Uranus being the planet of sudden change as well as sudden information, surprises. You know, Uranus governs surprises. So does, so does uh, Aquarius. So I'm just throwing that out there. So that's what I wanted to share. And when you said about two weeks, it went ding, 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 ding. You know, two weeks, okay. Eclipse coming up, big eclipse, important eclipse, important to Trump, important to the United States, and uh, important for information and communication. So we shall see. And, and that, I pass. And that's on the 14th? Yeah. I think it's the 14th that they have to um, have the electoral co uh, college vote. Uh, I'm thinking it was, yeah, the 14th or the 15th, something like that. Yeah, I heard the sure same thing. sure it's the 14th. It. Yeah, yeah. Now, that's the eclipse. Okay, the two heavy planets moving into Aquarius are happening on the solstice. Well, the solstice thing is interesting because um, I was talking to Derek earlier in the week before the Tuesday show. <clears throat> Whichever, you know, okay, that was a few days ago. I'm, we're in Saturday. I'm trying to remind myself where we are. <laughs> um, so the Tuesday show, we talked about the fact that the the darky darkies, as Christina likes to call them, Christine Cummings, she calls them the darkies. And um, those, there was a lot, of, he was hearing a lot of stuff about the 21st, the 21st. And he says, you know, he says, people get fixated on these special dates like the, you know, the, so the, the uh, winter equinox. Is it the winter equinox? Yeah. And the, um, all of these various celebration points that we go through because people are focused on them. And if they can add turmoil and chaos, it just is in a very energetic time that they can do that. And that they try to, and we've, we've seen this, you know, they try to do certain things based on astrology and the calendar and everything else. So it does, and I also heard that what's happening now is almost astrologically identical to what happened in November of, 
1963 when Kennedy was assassinated and on the 9-11, January 1st, uh, September of January 1st, I mean 2001, January 1st, September 11th, September 11th, 2001, that that those those three the three places are astrologically very very similar, but now the uh, let's say the power is more towards it being a good outcome than a bad outcome. The look of it has got a little bit of a different look to it, so it's more of a good outcome than a bad outcome. So you know from the stars to Bill, Mike, Mike Adams on Nature's News, Natural News, you know, we're getting, and, Par, and Simon Parks and so many others, you know, we're getting indications that, yeah, the game is up, as they like to say. So, you know what? Oh, I, ahead. No, I have go to ahead. No, go ahead. I'm so sorry. I said Aquarius, I'm sorry, I said Uranus and Jupiter are moving into Aquarius, and I'm sorry, because it, it's Saturn, which is the structure, moves into Aquarius with Jupiter. And Uranus is in Taurus, which is the things we value, it's money systems, it's the banks, it's uh, glitz and glamour. Uh, so I'm thinking about... Um, you know, the fashion and the makeup industry, those things that we value or that make us attractive to other people so that we are important to them. You know, this and Uranus is going to stick around in Taurus for a long time. And uh, so, you know, watch for those things that are valued to have surprises connected to them. So I'm sorry for my mistake. Uh, I got to thinking after we I got quiet. I thought, oh, wait a minute. I said the wrong thing, the wrong planets. Anyway. Well, you just made the end of the world. Oh, no. Fun surprises. We don't know what the surprises are going to be. But, you know, things are unexpected with Uranus. Well, yes or no. Because you you said that it could go both ways, either good or bad. Well, in the past, if the, if things were still an, under full time concealment, because that's the way the deep state like to do things under full concealment, everything is hidden, everything is secret, and nobody knows anything. Then yes, I would see a chance how those energies would use for very bad negative things. But now the tables have turned. Uh, everything is being revealed. I mean, it's, it's, there's so much information out there. You, even if you were awake 24 hours straight, you still don't have enough time to pour through it. Or so there's so much exposure and so much stuff being revealed, so much truth coming out. The chances of that energy used for negative things are very are thin. Not that they're not going to try, but chances of success are very poor, I, in my opinion. I do want to share something. You're right. Well, and I well, and I agree. Um, the only thing is, all the people I know are still listening to mainstream media. They have no clue what the other sources are even thinking about. But what matters is in in your world. What matters is that you know. That's all it takes. Is is one. 
Well, I hope there's more than one of us. But anyway, um, I did want to share something personal uh, that was significant to me and Nancy, because you know Linda, my sister, uh, and uh, Jan knows my sister. Gosh, they just had lunch together, you know, uh, just a couple weeks ago. Um, Linda and Tom had spent two and a half years on their trawler, their boat, and Tom is Linda's husband. Tom's dream has always been to go around the world, sail around the world. And so um, they've they pretty much stayed on the East Coast of the U.S. and South America and in the Bahamas and the Virgin Islands and so on and so on. And um, not long ago, Linda and Tom came to the realization that they were going to have to sell the boat and go live with his mom, who's 90-something and in the process of passing and it was a heartbreak to do that, but they did it. And they just finished up, just not that many weeks ago, uh, taking the boat to the new owner. Tom went with the new owner and the boat to the marina and got all their stuff off the boat. And they parked the boat in the marina. And, you know, he, Tom told him what to do and how to do it with this the navigation systems and so on and so on. And yesterday I was talking with my sisters and Tom came into the bedroom where we were, you know, we were all Skyping and um, he was extremely distressed. And Linda is saying, Oh no, Oh no. And my other sister and I are saying, what, what, what's happening? You know, we didn't, we thought maybe the mother-in-law died or something. This Marina for no reason, quote, was blown up and all the boats on it and including their boat, totally destroyed. And of course, my first thought was direct energy weapons, DEWs. And I, I looked at, I just looked at the world chart and I'm looking at, okay, Uranus is in Taurus. Um, Tom is a double Aries, which I won't go into what that means, but um, um Mars is in Aries. Mars is war and explosions and guns and knives and blood and, you know, uh, anger. And I thought, okay, the love of his life, this boat, is blown up. Uranus, surprise, in Taurus, things I value, important things in my life. So I'm just pointing out how astrology, it just seems so clear that anybody that says it doesn't work hasn't looked at it. You know, they don't know because they haven't explored it. So it was really clear from Tom's chart what happened and that it affected him on a, a, even though it doesn't belong to him anymore. And thank God he and Linda weren't on that boat. Where was this boat? In Michigan. It was a marina in Michigan. A Michigan marina got attacked? In Detroit? Well, I think, here I am with my big mouth. I think it was. I mean, when Linda said, oh, the boat's been blown up. There was a marina in Michigan and all the boats were destroyed. And the first thing that came into my mind was DEW. And I'm... Why? I mean, nobody... Why would you go there and why would you... Why would anybody attack a marina in Michigan? Why wouldn't they attack a marina in Michigan if someone important lived there or lived on their boat or he had a huge yacht? And was it in one, Detroit? It, it, I don't know where it was. Somewhere in Michigan. I don't think it was Detroit. 
uh, it was an exclusive marina. I mean, lots of big, big yachts. I mean, Tom and Linda's was a big boat. So you're uh, thinking a big money player. Oh, exactly. Part, huh? That's exactly so, talk, what I thought. Talking about this destroyed things, what is your take on the destruction in Arecibo? Where the radio telescope, the, I, I saw the video of the radio telescope, the, the central unit, the cable uh, snapped it so violently and the entire thing just fell down. And, and But the thing that I found surprising about the Arecibo is how did anybody know exactly when this thing was going to blow up to have a, uh, a drone there filming the unit as it collapsed? Was it pre-announced when it was going what, to? What, what is this unit? What, what, what's it? Well, yeah, you, yeah. you know, you know that in Arecibo, uh, in Puerto Rico, there's a famous radio telescope. But it, unlike other radio telescopes, where you actually orient the dish to wherever you want in the sky, the dish is actually made of the uh, excavation in the ground. So the, in, in a way, the, the dish is fixed. It points to straight up into the sky, and it's pointing to wherever the Earth is pointing because it's fixed. And you have the the central the pickup unit is in the center, and it and it uh, is suspended in the air, held up in place by three giant pylons. I mean, it's it's so big. One of the one of the pylons is connected to the central uh, uh, receiver unit through a walkway. You should see this is huge. It's so big. And December 1st, it, 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 uh, I don't know if something was severed or something was, there was no indication of an explosion of any kind, but it's like one of the wires, one of the wires just gave way. And that this thing has been there for decades. And I don't see, I don't see, see how these, wires give way. First off, Arecibo is not sitting in a place of, a, of uh, horrible weather. Yes, they do have tropical weather sometimes, but it's not like it's not built for it. I mean, to give you an idea, the wires are as thick as the wires you see in hanging bridges like the Brooklyn, like the Brooklyn Bridge or places like that. It, it And so December 1st, it goodbye. I don't know. I guess it, they'll spend the money now to rebuild it, or maybe they'll make a new one. And I wonder when I when I saw that video, I wondered is is was this a, a cabal operation and it needed to be taken offline? Because I find it very suspicious. Okay, if this were an accident, you know, it happened. Nobody knows that it happened or when it was going to happen. Uh, I I would doubt that you would have such good visuals. But to have a drone right then and there, when the thing, you know, when the cables give way, I mean, who in their right mind is flying a drone right over the unit as it as it gets, as the wires give way and the whole thing collapses? Uh, it's like <laughs> deliberate. Somebody's now, filming did, it because they knew it was going to fall up. Where did you see the uh, video? I saw it on on YouTube because first I heard of it on the um, 
I forget now what website mentioned about the the receivable of observatory, and I and I said, and I wonder, hmm, I wonder if uh, YouTube has any videos, and yes, they do, uh, and they have a receivable a radio telescope, December first, December December first was when it happened during the daytime. Can you spell that word? Yeah, well, let me get the link, and I'll give you the link. Okay, good. Um, well, my suspicion, and, and you know, I don't want you to think I'm a conspiracy buff or anything, but my suspicion <laughs> is that if you have a drone that is looking at this and that it gets on YouTube, it's more likely a patriot act than the deep state. I suspect that was uh, that they got it pointed to wherever they had it pointed to, but it might be something else part of the deep, dark states, uh, let's say, cyber network. I'd, I'd go along well, with that one. That you had a suspicious mind, Walt, because that's exactly <laughs> how my, word, my mind works. And people say, you, even my sisters, <laughs> you have a suspicious mind. Yes, I do. But, you know, these things are so instant when they come to me. I feel like they're intuitive. I could be wrong. You know, I've talked about it before where I I feel like I have a hit. Uh, And I could be wrong, and I admit that, but, you know, I'm convinced that that's what it is because it comes so fast. It isn't even a thought. Uh, It's it's like a lightning bolt. Uh, I don't even have time to ruminate or uh, consider. I mean, it just pops right in. And I've heard before, you know, when... Uh, those kinds of things happen that you listen to them. So it's sort of like you get and, a knowing. Absolutely. It's like you, in, in my case, you know, like all of a sudden I'll, I'll get like a flash, like a little video show that goes whoosh through my head. And then I get a knowing and I go, oh, that's how it happened. And it's, you know, and then I look for data to, to support what I saw or what I thought. Yes. Yes. And many times I'll run across an article or a news piece, you know, alternatively, that come that has the same thought. And it's 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 often obscure. It's not even uh, big news in the alternative uh, sources, but it will confirm what uh, what came to me in a flash. And, you know, right now, more people are becoming more intuitive. I mean, intuitive people are becoming more intuitive and more, quote, normal people, quote, are becoming intuitive. So I, I'm with you, Walt. I, I can't imagine it's anything but some kind of thing. Yeah, uh, like I'm addressing one of the questions. that Somebody has a valid question here on the, with to say, are you sure it's a drone footage because there are stationary cameras all over the world? And yes, there is footage of the cable breaking on from stationary cameras, but there is footage that I that uh, I saw on on YouTube, where the footage was of a drone, very close to that central thing, and it was actually focusing on on where the cables were breaking, so you could see the thing breaking. And I'm thinking, why? How is? I mean, how does this? How does somebody know to do this unless this was a pre-planned a pre-planned event? I don't know. But yes, if you go to footage and to no, if I if you go to YouTube, there is footage of uh, of a drone, of of a drone. 
for example, this the second thing that I put, which is which is actually the central unit. There is an there the drone footage looks different because the drone is sitting above this thing, so when it collapses, it doesn't drag the drone with it. So it's it's viewing this from above. Here is a stationary camera, so you're actually looking at the central unit from a side and from below. But the drone footage is actually from above because it's showing the central unit as, a, as it's collapsing and the cables are snapping all over the place. Well, Sam is saying they did know it was going to collapse. The cables started oh. breaking a couple of weeks ago. Okay. So I guess, yes, there was pre-knowledge that it was going happening. But it might have been wear and tear. We don't know exactly what happened. Now, let me ask you this, Barbara. Did anybody die in that or get wounded in that explosion? I don't know because uh, we told Linda she needed to go be with Tom, and so I I haven't heard anything more. Uh, he had he had somebody... The, the guy that had bought the boat wasn't on the boat and had videos that he sent Tom. So... I don't know anything more, but I'll let you know. I'll, I'll send you an email after I talk. It's, well, it you. seems to me that it would have hit the news, and somebody could Google it and see if, if it doesn't come up in some news thread. Yeah, I don't know what uh, town it was in, and Linda said, but I don't remember. It seems like it was a, oh, I don't know. I don't even want to well, say. Well, how many, how many boats, will, the, marinas are going to blow up in Michigan? On, what What date was it? Well, it was yesterday. It oh, it was yesterday. yesterday. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Jeez. Strange things happening all over the world. Yeah. I mean, in the wintertime and, you know, the dampness and all the rain we've had. And, you know, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> That's just what was, you know, D.E.W. before she was, and I could be wrong. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. St. Clair Shores Marina could be are you are you seeing anything with an explosion in Michigan um, hold on a second let me well, see well that's an exclusive that's a rich place well this is where that boat was it wasn't you know a rinky dink marina and a little lake somewhere this guy was going to retire and spend his life in the boat traveling the I mean, guy this is, who bought it yeah this boat is a Nordhaven which is extraordinarily seaworthy they're out of Scandinavia somewhere and you know Tom and Linda you know they, they thought they might go around the world so they wanted something that was very seaworthy um, strange yeah, this, story I know this was not a rinky-dink marina like you'd find in, you know, a reservoir or something with little motorboats. Well, interesting. Okay, we're at the top of the hour. And welcome back to the Say What Show. It is December 5th, 2020. My name is Nancy Hopkins. With me is, um, well, Dolly Howard and Barbara White and Walt Silva. And no. we... What? Walt left. He left? Yeah. Why? Well, he, he didn't tell me why. He 
he put it in a chat and he put it in the chat room uh thank you for the invite good night everyone <laughs> okay so <laughs> i gave him my love oh, and my my hero stuff and and kissed him goodbye <laughs> Yeah, well, okay. Well, I had a question I wanted to ask him. Shoot. Too late. <laughs> you know, I'm thinking, okay, so if the guy wrote in and said they knew that the cables were weakening, wouldn't you think with something that big and expensive, they'd do something to anchor it so that they wouldn't break? Well, I don't so, know. something that Maybe big, they might not have been able to fix it. That you know, it starts to break. That who, you got. I mean, no, I, I, I wouldn't. I don't think they could have tried. Well, maybe not. They'd have to. I mean, think of what it must have taken to build it. Yeah, but they don't want to lose it. Well, better I mean, losing it than losing their it? lives. I mean, how? I don't think they. Th and probably the money. Probably. Hey, let it go. We'll build another one. Okay. Okay. You know, if that's well, what they wanted to do. I wondered if it was owned by um, the Jesuits along with... Sam it... says they decided not to fund it. Really? But Sam says... Thank you, Sam. doesn't lie. Okay. <laughs> they decided not to fund it. Isn't that something? Yeah. Well, I'm sorry Walt left us, but have a nice night, Walt. I know what he's doing, Dolly. He's sneaking off to watch the president in Georgia. <gasps> is is he on? What yeah. time is he on? I well, take... I don't know. Somewhere between seven and eight. I mean, I I don't know because Fox said. Well, I'm going to just turn on the television on. Fox said um, seven, and then I heard eight. So I'm going to turn it on and then um, just turn off the sound. So you two talk for a second. Okay, while well, she's doing that, I'm trying to get it up on my TV, too. <laughs> Let's see now. I'm going to go to OAN because Fox never covers the whole stuff. Oh, hey, it looks like it's already started. Do you have TV, Barb? No, no TV. Oh, jeez. Oh, no, you know, I went to get tires two weeks ago on my car, and I was sitting in the waiting room, and there was a television in there, and I just was so distressed by the energy that comes off of those things. And I think people that have TV have, you know, they don't they don't experience that, but boy, it's it's. You know, people talk about scraping your nails on the blackboard. It's much worse than that for me. It's just, uh, I can't explain it. And uh, my son is talking about moving home here from California because he didn't get rehired. And, you know, he's got a big screen TV and he does a lot of stuff with his television. And I said, you know, I had told him years ago, if you were destitute, you could come home. And he's, you know, he's in financial straits. And uh, I said, okay, you can come home, but, you know, you can't bring your television. And I was talking with my other son, and I was telling him Brandon might come home. And he said, he's not coming home, Mom. And he said he's terrified without of living without a television. So where's he going to go? 
Well, you know, I've been talking to my spiritual director and I said, am I being really hard nosed? I mean, you know, he said he put it in the basement. I don't want it in the house. I really don't want that energy in here. But you can change the energy of it just with shungite. I've got mine on all the time. It's shungited and it is fine. Really? Yeah. As far as the electromagnetic energies. Now, this, the crap that comes over the television no, into their their heads, yeah. I right. can't change that. Right. But that's not going to be something that you are affected with. No, because he's going to have to use a headset. And all right, all right, all right. He can put it in the basement. And with all my weird ideas, he probably isn't going to want to live with his mother forever. So. <laughs> well, that's... Interesting, because my son's moving home, too. Really? Yeah. He lives in Tennessee, uh, uh, Cleveland, which is by Chattanooga. And uh, he's had terrible, terrible health issues. Oh, And and terrible, terrible doctors and terrible, terrible communication with Volkswagen. And he came down here because of circumstances with me and he stayed the week and he says he talked to Annette and me and we told him come home you can find a job down here just as well as be up there all by yourself yeah going through all this crap and so uh he went home he went up there last night and uh for the next couple of weeks, he's going to get all all the stuff closed out and taken care of, and and he's coming home. Are you excited? Oh yes. Oh. Oh yes. I I have another goal for living. <laughs> oh, another reason to live. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, there's the president's plane. I have Newsmax on, and I'm seeing the president's plane. Yeah, he's already he's already landed, so <clears throat> it'll probably it excites me. I get goosebumps. It'll probably start. Well, I was going to say, do you want to just go ahead and go? But oh no, there's the radio program. We're doing a radio show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I say, well, go ahead, you guys, go watch, and then you can tell me about it. <laughs> well, you I see, don't want to, but you guys can keep you can you can tune me into what's going on. <laughs> Well, you know, the thing of it is, is that, yeah, yeah, the television's got a lot of bad things. But when you're watching, I, I usually have the uh, YouTube on watching right side media network because they show everything, including the, the crowd. You know, you watch Fox, all you see is one camera. But they go and they show you the crowd. And I followed every every rally that he did in that last push. And I'm going to tell you, I, I I would love to be watching RT right now because th- I bet that's a huge, huge crowd. I mean, I'm talking like you, they tell you, oh, yeah, there's a few thousand there. No, there's tens of thousands of people as far as you can see on most of these rallies. And then there are people that have been kept out of the area, another few thousand that can't even get near it. This guy is extremely popular. I mean, whatever you feel about him. You know, he does have a massive support base. And um, it's going to be interesting to, uh, well, luckily everybody, you know, I can, we, they replay these things, so it's not lost. But when you got the, 
when you got that connection of the video and not so much on the fox like i say but for people that don't get into to the television i mean to the youtube there's an energy associated with it that you can tap in you know and you can just kind of like work with what what's happening on the screen as much as they can do to us we can do to them if you just use your imagination and say okay this energy uh you mean you're watching something that's full of love and joy this energy is something that i just want to manifest all over the place you know and just put your intention in there and and that yeah. energy is being generated and now with your intention of allowing it to flow into the the you know the realm of human collective consciousness is things that we we probably should be doing we should be it's taking every opportunity to to actively engage and bring out the good energies you know i agree i think so yeah yeah i do let me tell you let me tell you a funny story um okay so my well along with a lot of other people my financial situation is not as good as it was and my i needed to to you know pay off some on my credit card so I also have to talk to the new people, Schwab, what is it, Charles Schwab, um, who's taken over my stocks because USAA sold them to him for some reason. And I'm talking to this guy. And I said to him, well, you know, I really need to get some money to pay off my credit card. Oh, we can do that. You know, okay. So now he, he takes me over to where my account is, you know, and I'm looking at it and everything. And I'm like... I, first off, I look at the amount of money that's in the stocks, and I took a back step. I said, holy crap, because since the last time I looked at it, there's $14,000 more in it. So in the middle of this year of, of, of COVID and all this other stuff, yeah, it affected my stocks. My stocks were way up. I've never seen it that high. So um, now the odd thing about me is that I have a very, very conservative portfolio except for one stock that I keep and that's Facebook <laughs> okay so this guy says to me um, well you know you shouldn't keep all your money into one place and da, 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 da. and so I decide to sell s s Facebook stock but I'm, I'm, I'm doing it because it, it seemed like the simplest way to get the money for the credit card but I also don't like Facebook right now a lot you know and I didn't even question it so about 10 days later, I think back and I went, that was the stupidest thing I could have done as a stock uh, activity because I just, you know, sold a third of the one thing that was making all this money from me. And I, 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 I started to get really kind of pissed at myself and going like, well, why did I do that? And I start to, and I'm going, no, stop this, you know, stop this. You did it, it's done, it can't fix it, you know. And I'm talking to myself, and it kept coming back. And then all of a sudden, you know, we were talking about this, the, 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 the truth comes into your head. And all of a sudden, I went, oh, my God, I just got, I just fell into the money curse. Because... The money curse is that if, and I, because one time I asked the guides, I said, why do you keep metaphysicians and people out there that are really working in all sorts of ways to do good, and yet you keep them in a state of almost poverty? Why do you do this? And they said, oh, to, pr to protect them. And they said that when you start to make money, you got a lot of money there, right? You begin to 
focus on the need, this, this need to protect it, to make it grow. And that's when you are captured in a mindset of basically you're cursed with the concept that it eventually we'll see as greed, as uh, money insecurity, because you got to always protect it, you know. And once I realized that I had actually fallen into the trap, it was like, oh, my God, now I understand with why they were trying to protect us all. So what they told me at the time, they said, if people could understand that, ener that money is energy and that you can make a huge amount of money as long as you don't take ownership of it and you get to get all the benefits of it, but never take ownership of it. And, but I, that's, I had all of a sudden taken ownership over those shares of Facebook that I had never really considered. They're my dad's shares, but once I went and dealt with them, they were mine, boom! I almost got I almost got captured by the dark side. And I was like, "Holy crap." So, what I did ha what let did that huh? I wouldn't let that happen. Oh, you wouldn't let that happen. But the weird thing no, <laughs> to you. No, no, I understand that. Uh, and I okay. thank you for that. But the weird thing is is that today when um I well Jan was doing the, the her show thing, but I'd already seen it. Um one of the parts of this, uh, let's say, offensive is against anybody who has in any way given services towards defrauding the nation, including Twitter and Facebook, and that they will be taken over or dismantled. And I'm going like, wow, that might have been a brilliant strategy on my part to sell that stock when I did. Oh, God. Oh, but... You know, it's like, be careful of those traps. And I never thought I would be, I'd fall into it because I just have never, I've always, I've always had enough. I've never had a lot in the bank or anything. I hardly ever have any in the bank, but I always had enough to pay the bills. And to be quite honest with you, there were many, many years that went by that I didn't make enough to pay the bills, but somehow I got the bills paid. So I've never been that. Even when my dad left that stock to me, it was I left it alone. I mean, I didn't deal with it at all. It was his money. I just left it there until I needed to pay off part of this credit card, you know. So I just thought I'd share that with you. Well, that's a good story. And um, I, before you said, uh I remember seeing something just recently about with all the icons. I, I just scan virtual headlines on occasion, and there was something about taking them down. And, yes, it was Facebook and Twitter, and I think Google was in there, and YouTube, and I, I don't know what that – but I – and I think – so you're telling the story, and I'm thinking, well, you know, maybe Nancy did the right thing. And then that was what came to you. That's pretty cool. Yeah, it was, like I said, I never thought I'd fall for it, but I did. And it could be just, you know, that on top of that, it was a good stock move. I don't know. I don't really care. Well, I don't care at all. But um, I think you were taken care of. Yeah, I'm always taken care of. Yeah. Yep. I I sound like Dolly now because that's the kind of thing Dolly would say. Yeah. Yep. 
Dolly, our, our first lady, just gave a little bit of a speech. Yeah, I saw her. I was watching her. That is the close to Trump. That's the one we think is the closest to the real one. Yeah. Yeah, look at that flag. It's huge. This is a big flag. Whoa, they got two crane things holding up this huge, huge flag. Yeah. Oh, I'm watching Newsmax. Which one are you on? I'm on Fox just because it was on the you know, oh. it was on that station. They're in Valdosta. That's right at the line of Florida and Georgia. Fox. Huh? Golly, you guys are making me almost almost wish I had a TV. <laughs> well, when it comes to Trump, I've been right along with Nancy watching all his rallies. Yeah. I kind of missed him. Oh, really? yes, absolutely. I really had withdrawals. Nothing to watch. <laughs> Look at that crowd. Oh, no, I'm on OAN now. No, it's huge. It's absolutely it huge. It is huge. Well, you know, there was su there was such a pall uh, that I, I you probably picked it up, too, after the election. And I thought about all the people that were so disappointed and, you know, Linda even said, you know, maybe maybe I'm kind of depressed. You know, she she's usually really up. And um, so then, you know, I, I didn't know you guys were listening to Simon Parks again because I thought you weren't listening to him anymore. Well, I'm not. Well, anyway, um, <laughs> and there's a gal named Magenta Pixie. I don't know if you've ever listened to her or not. I really like her. She's out of England, and she channels. Um, I like her. I don't go along with chan. I like Lee Harris, and I like Magenta Pixie. I like them both, and they both are channels. Normally, I think channels are flaky, but um, anyway, you know, she's talking about. She's being told absolutely. It's it's going to be. He's going to be president. And then, of course, you probably heard that Simon Park said, you know, something could come up that it wouldn't be a surprise if he actually ended up in a situation where we would have three terms. And, and that, that's, all... when, that's when Parks goes off the deep end. You know, he does things like that. If he had not said that, I would have said fine. But that has nothing to do with what's happening right now. He, you know, I love the guy. I know the guy. But he just, you know, focus on what's happening right now. Don't start putting out things like that, because it doesn't matter. You know, right now, well, if he doesn't get two, three, Trump himself has talked about, maybe I'll take three. You know, oh, so. really? Oh, yeah. Well, we don't know what's going to happen. No, and, we you don't. Know, surprises, surprises, surprise information. Anyway, um, uh... Oh, shoot. I'm sorry. Oh, I interrupted you. Just, no, that's all right. It's all right. And Simon uh, was saying... Oh, it was you, you just said that you, see, it was, you were referencing the third term, that you know what? maybe it'll be a third term. Maybe that's what you were... There was something aside of that also that was floating around in my brain that just unfloated, so... <laughs> Anyway, it'll come. All right, choose to remember, choose to remember, choose to remember. It'll come back. Um, 
Oh shoot! Now what? What's, what's what's the pixie saying? What's she been? You know, she she also believes that, you know, this is all a setup to catch the bad guys in the act, and yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. She said this had to happen. And, oh, I know what it was. Choose to remember works. Um, I thought about the terrible grief of the other side if this really turns out to be true. You know. Well, maybe so, not not so much what? grief. Think about it. Because what he's been doing is he's been putting in this, this entire cabinet. He's laid out exactly what he wants to do. And there were so many people that were voting against Trump, not for Biden, that it may be why they gave him that time to show everybody what he was intending to do. And it might have scared a lot of people to say, oh, my God, I voted for the wrong guy. No, everybody I know is thrilled to death. They're talking about how, you know, they just can't stand Trump. I have a a dear friend, and I mean, she just gets on these rants up one side. That's all she can talk about is how insane he is and how awful it is and how terrible he is and what an evil man he is. He's just... Everybody that I hang out with is along this line of thinking. So I'm just thinking about the grief I'm going to be surrounded by. Though, you know, there are a lot of, there's still a lot of um, houses around me. You know, some of them have more than one flag and some of them have a bunch of the little flags all along their front lawn. So, um, you know, maybe those people have hope too, or maybe they're watching. Uh, There's one guy. There's one guy here who has a really strange house, and he's got a flag out front, and it's, you know, where we go, when we go all, you know, the W, you know. And I thought, oh, golly, somebody in my own neighborhood, I don't know the people. I've thought about walking up on their doorstep and knocking on their door and saying, hey, you know, we might be the only people in the neighborhood that, you know, pays attention to something other than the mainstream. But so we'll see. Um, I don't want to give any energy to uh, all that darkness that people are throwing around about. Well, we don't want to give it any energy. Well, there yeah. are potentials for things, you know, to to get a little wild. But I would have thought that the, the getting wild would have been over the fact that Trump didn't win. That's what I thought. You're talking about the people that have the Trump disarrangement, derangement thing. Um, there's nothing oh. that... Huh? I don't know about the t- Trump derangement. Yeah, the lady you're talking about, we call it Trump dis- derangement, is it just derangement syndrome. Because there's, if you say the word Trump, they go into a state that you, a second ago they were fine, and next thing you know they're in a f- hate. Pure oh, hate. I don't even mention it. I don't even mention it. Yes, but well, that's those right people. Those people are so brainwashed that there's no way you can get through to them. Right. I'm sorry. Right. Yep. You know, I have tried. I've lost. Well, we lost a lot of audience. I've lost my best friend. I, I don't even talk to her anymore because she oh, was appalled. God. She was appalled at me for supporting Trump. You know, she would she would rather jeopardize our friendship of 25 years than to, to stop hating Trump. So, you know, I like, okay, fine. You know, see you later. Just to divide and conquer. Divide and conquer. Yep. That's the whole trip. You know, and 
What are they going to do? Blows, it, people don't see that, you know, that they aren't. Uh, <sighs> I guess it's just a sign of the times. To be quite honest, I'm not even concerned about those people. Mm-hmm. You know, whatever happened to you, you will not listen to the truth. So because you will not listen to the truth. And somebody somebody said, you know, in a chat one day, well, that's your truth. No, it's the truth. <laughs> it's not just my truth. It's the truth. And they can't see that. I listen mm-hmm. to the mainstream media and they lie, 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 lie. You go like... What is this? You know, and, and but the facts are all there. You can dispute, but they won't listen to you. I mean, I, at one point, I said to to Cindy, I said, "Hey, Cindy, I said, they they they've been doing this for a while. They're now trying. To, they're now actually beginning to teach um, the the uh, 1691 project." And she said. What's that? And I said, you don't know what that is? And I said, well, it's it's a different view of history, and they're actually making it mandatory that it be taught to people, and it's all lies. But it's being, and she called me a liar. This doesn't exist. I said, did you ever, you don't even know what it is. Why can you call me a liar if you don't even know what it is? Yeah, right. You know, they go insane. So I don't, you know, I, we can't worry about them. What I'm worried about is the person out there they thought they hated Trump or didn't like him. They don't like the way that he does things, the say whatever, right? Right. No, those people will once they're presented the different side. They've just never seen it. You know how how are they beating us? They're beating us because they're ignoring us. And then we were getting a little bit too loud and a little bit noisy, and we were still capturing people's imaginations and the, and their you know looking at us, reading us, going on video, you know, all this. And so then they just absolutely in your face, disregarding any pretense of anything else, began to censor, censor, censor. The president of the United States, for heaven's sake. Yeah, really, 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 yeah. You know? So, no, the people, you know, I mean, the vast majority, well, I, you know, probably well, 70% of the people who voted, voted for Trump. Okay, you take those people and all of the people that might have voted for Biden, but not knowing what they were voting for. You know, this guy has got a huge mandate by the American people. And, you know, this is what's scaring the other side so bad is, no, we're not going to sit here and take it. We're done with you. We finally got a guy that had the courage and the plan, as we like to refer to it. Um, you know, the plan is, is just the way that they decided that they had to go after trying to recover the Republic because it, they, well, they, they thought they had it pretty good. They thought that, 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 that Kennedy was going to do it for him and they killed him. Yep. You know, and this goes back, you know, my whole life has been, you know, back in 63, in November 23rd. You know, that's all where it all started, where I started thinking as an adult, because nobody could answer my question, what the heck just happened? And so now you come back all this way, and paybacks are hell, and sometimes they take a long time. You know, but JFK was never forgotten. No. So, to me, what we see isn't even scary. It, I mean, this is beautiful. 
Because what was scary was when nobody but a few handful of us knew what the story was. Right. You know? And yes. people out there that are listening to us, you know, I've been at this since I was 15 years old, 65 years ago. You know, what are we talking about? Oh, 60 years ago. But what are we talking about? We're talking about a handful of people that saw it for what it was, and that handful grew. Not with an internet. They grew one by one. We didn't even know the other guy was doing the same thing. And then God gave us the internet. It was, you know, just astonishing. I, I'm sure they put it out there. I, I know the whole history of it. I had actually, I was one of the first people on the internet. And I don't, I know they did not have the even the, the inkling of what this was going to do to humanity. Because all of a sudden, those of us that would have been separated and, you know, all of a sudden we come together on Facebook. I mean, I, I was like, oh my God, there are others of, of us out there. And when I, when I joined Facebook, another kid at the same time, kid, he's, you know, 40, 50 years old, um, Matty Rowland, he got out there and he and I, for some reason, just, well, we were guided to connect. He's in Britain. He'd spend his, he got, it was uh, 18 time frame. No, it was earlier than that. 08. It was the 08 time frame, and he lost his job because, um, uh, you know, the recession, worldwide recession, as an electrician. And so he had all this time to try to figure out what had gone wrong. And so in England, in the day, he would be putting all this stuff together, and he would post it on Facebook. And then I'd, come, I'd get to the office and I'd go to Facebook, and I'd go to Maddie's website, and then I'd start just clicking on everything he had said. He had done all the research for me. All I had to do was look at this stuff and, and you know, take it in. And it was the fastest learning I've ever done in my life, thank, thankfully, because I was given this young person that wanted to know the truth. And he, he thought, just I, you know, and, and, and because I would comment and stuff, he'd learn, you know, okay, this might not be the way to go, and you know, because I'd been at it for so long. But my God, it was just, I met Bill Brockbrader there. And, you know. Really? Say again? Oh, I said, really? Yeah, through Facebook. And what happened to him? Bill? Well, Bill, um, okay, so he went to prison because. Um, of bullshit because well because he was an activist and they actually had a case they could pull up and put him in prison so he's in pull he was in prison and when he got out um, actually when he got out the first person he called was me and it was it was like the only conversation we had from that moment on because um, right after that he went he, he essentially <laughs> he essentially disappeared himself. Um, the first thing he did was break his own parole, went underground, then came back up and um, put together five <clears throat> videos that he sent. He didn't send them to any of the people that had really known him, you know, had some interaction with him. He sent it mm -hmm. to somebody that we other we knew, you know, but there was no connection to Bill and her. And she then got him to us. And so the video that nearly took down the Cosmic Reality YouTube station was based on a 15-minute overview of the plan. 
but then there was over an hour of one of these videos where Bill actually says what the whole thing was all about with him and everybody else. And essentially, when Snowden uh, took the information from from NSA, he was not alone, but he was their front man, he takes the information and he brings it to Anonymous. Then Anonymous gets together and they create an intelligence organization that rivals none. Nobody can touch what they know. Um because they were the best hackers in the world anyway, anonymous. And so then he, and he details how they, they took that information, how they've taken over control of the dark side, how they've taken over control of the stock market, and in incredible detail. All right? And so I put that up in the middle of 2018, and they found it. It must have started to, to you know, really take off, trend. And so they found it, and it was so damaging to their whole platform that they wanted to take the entire studio down. Not just censor the video, but to take me out of the picture completely. Um, and which they may still do. Facebook's threatening to do the same thing. But Bill, Is that what you were referring to at the beginning of the our, our meeting tonight? Yeah. When you said went back to 2018? Is that the one you're talking yeah, about? Yeah, yeah. Yep. Well, we're coming full circle. Okay, keep talking. So, um, Bill and a huge number of patriots basically went underground. Thousands of them. Uh, a lot of disappearing veterans and stuff, you know. But they, they're, they're completely organized. It's not just the patriots that you feel or in and around the president. They go very, very deep into very all sorts of levels in the United States right now. And um, that's why I've, I've never felt that we were going to lose because they were so good at what they were doing. What what confounded me was, um, okay, I, I knew that back in uh, 20, oh God, what would it have been? 2012, 20, yeah, it would have been 2012 when Romney and Obama went at it. They had used uh, an electronic um, fraud system in the, the electronic uh, voting machines, especially specifically in Ohio. And what happened was that there was a program set in there so that if Romney was losing, it was all it was correcting, 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 trying to get Obama to lose and to get Romney in. That's what their goal was. But as they got towards the end of the the voting time that they could count the votes they realized that Romney was in fact it was a program that if he was still losing at that point it would kick in and start stealing votes from from Obama and throwing him over it was going to you know he was going to win the win Ohio no matter what and um so anonymous knew anonymous hacked the system and stopped that Subprogram from enacting, which is why Obama had that second term. So I knew that they knew about all of this and they were the best in the world, and so I wasn't really concerned about the electronic part of the election. But what they did was they stepped back and they let the let them fall into the trap. Go ahead, do all you want to do because we're watching you, and it'll just turn into evidence. So that's what happened. Was that. Um, they could have stopped him, but, you know, it's sort of like, well, if you stop him, you can't prove that they were going to do this. 
But if they do it, well, they did it, see? Now we're going to show you how they did it and why they did it. And, you know, you better change your votes. <laughs> so, so, does it, you know, this friend that I told you had talked to me this morning and said Simon was down, um, had been watching X-22 radio. And um, she was saying that they were tracking the GPS chips in all the ballots and they knew all the trucks and where they went and she was talking about um, oh golly this guy that drove for the postal service and he went way out of his own have you heard this he went out of his oh my cat come on get down Um, he went he was directed to go way away from his normal route and he had to wait and wait and wait and uh, something like six hours. And he had to talk to the guy at the postal office and they said they had no information. I don't know. It went on and on. And so apparently what he was taking, which were the ballots, uh, it ended up that his truck was empty. Did you hear anything like that? And also this friend was saying something about, uh, they knew all the trucks and where all the trucks went, and then all of a sudden everything went off the radar. Have you heard anything about that? And what does that mean? Does that mean that they lost track of the the GPS ballots, or have you heard that there aren't any GPS? Do you know anything? I've heard about it, but that it's not seeming to go anywhere. There was supposedly. Uh, watermarks on the ballots and in one woman she actually could see it she actually got down with a magnifying glass and stuff like this that hasn't been talked about so it might still be in play but it hasn't been talked about but what um is is the one the truck driver story that i just like shake my head he's written an affidavit he's been on one of the fox channels uh, being interviewed and he he says he says hey i i I didn't even vote (laughs) You know, I'm not I'm not in this thing. But what happened was back in September 30th, he was sent to um, New York City and picked up how many? 24 pallets of what were ballots. You could see they were ballots. They were, you know, they had the plastic on them, but they were ballots in like uh, I think he said accordion files. Okay, so, you know, 24 pallets. And he takes them over to Pennsylvania. Okay, and the truck disappeared or something happened to the contents of the truck. In other words, he sort of like got it there and then all of a sudden he's out of the picture. He couldn't, you know, it's, it's very confusing as to what happened at that point. But the fact that he took... 24 pallets of ballots for Pennsylvania from New York to Pennsylvania. And the story the officials are giving to try to counteract his affidavit is that, oh, those were people from Pennsylvania living in New York that voted. Oh, they voted all on the same day, and there were 24 pallets. Mm, Interesting. And then, supposedly... Those things that they were taking out from under the table, 
I think it's the same episode, but there was an episode where people actually saw these ballots coming in and described them just like the truck driver had said it. They were in these, you know, accordion piles. So there, there is so much. They, were, they did. They tried everything, and so they're getting caught on everything. And you know the the. Have you seen the? Oh, you don't really watch the television. Have you seen the video about the Pennsylvania um, voting poll place where they told all the Republicans who were supposed to be watching this and the press that they were going to stop counting at ten thirty, and told the poll workers that too. So everybody left except four people. And those four people started pulling all of these, like, pulling suitcases out from underneath this table that was a black covered table, like some of the others, but from out of this, and then running over to the machines and putting them in the machines. And what was the woman said? She said, somebody asked her, because some of the poll workers didn't leave. And so they witnessed it, but now they got cameras, security cameras. Oh, we thought they were turned off. Not, not so. And so you've got these four people who stayed there, and she was estimating, I don't remember what she said, but they did it for, oh, I think she said that it was something like each machine could only take like 30,000 ballots or 10,000 ballots, I don't remember what she said, in a, a given hour. They can't process any faster than that. And you've got a whole room full of these machines and they were running from machine to machine throwing in these ballots and stuff so she said two hours with all these machines she said tens of thousands of votes certainly enough to throw the Pennsylvania uh, question to Trump not Biden so and they've well, got the video uh, yeah, my sister lives in uh, Phoenix, and she has been watching the hearings that were going on in Phoenix or in Arizona. And uh, she's very, very upset about it. She said, "You just can't believe." But it's a very similar story. They closed up the polls at eleven in the morning and told everyone to go home. And they have all these witnesses that are, you know, uh, at the hearing. So who knows what's going to happen? This is going to be very interesting. Well, a friend of mine who's, a, you know, one of these deranged kind of Trumpers um, did tell me that the only thing she said about the election, because we don't talk about it, but what she said is, yeah. you know, I had to tell my friends who are all very excited about Biden winning not to underestimate the Trumpster. He seems to get out of everything. So even the people that were, you know, they, I don't think they're all that certain. You know, they, they know this guy. He does things that other people just don't seem to be able to do because he's a master chess player. And he's read The Art of War. Yeah. Yeah. So we are, in, in my opinion, um, I think we are, if, the, if you look at it legally, we are in a state of war. And he said from the beginning, I'm, I'm a war president. And yet he never started a war. He only took them out. Yeah. So, that's what's happening in the world, Barbara. How's your cats doing? 
Oh, I've got one sitting here on my shoulder that's been crawling all over me the last half hour. And so she, here she is, purring. They both like to sit on my left shoulder. I don't know what that is. And I get bathed and washed and my hair gets washed. And I'll <laughs> tell you, I'm the cleanest servant, cat servant, that I know. <laughs> they are very, very loving. They're just I miss Mousy terrible, but but these are great replacements. This is Cleo the Claw. You know, Derek have, Derek has routines a, in the morning. Derek has a um a new product out. And really? it's yeah, it's oh wait a minute. Let me just get that thing here. Hold a second. Just a second. Where did I put it? Okay, now he says that the the energies that are so squirrely affecting us are also affecting the animals, and they're going to have a lot of ailments um, and very often digestive type of things. So we put together this um, concoction of diatomaceous earth and shungite oh, yeah. powder, and both of the the powders are you know. Um, you can you can eat it. It's, it's the thinnest. It's the most fine powder that uh, actually the uh, what we call it de is uh, yeah. food, food grade. Okay, so yes. um, and he's suggesting that this be put into the uh, animal's food just a little bit. You don't need much, and uh-huh. uh, of course you can also put it on them for fleas or ticks or any of that sort of thing. But. Um, yeah, he just he just put that on mysticalwares.net. You can go there, Mystical Wares. Yeah. And I have uh, a while. I did I did order some S4 stickers for uh some devices that died and I had to get new ones, so Um okay, I do Well, you can the, always take them off of the one, you know, you don't have to throw the stickers out with a machine. Right, right. Um just take them off and put them on a new one. Yeah. And if it's sticky stuff starts coming off, then put some tape over it. Those things never go bad. Good. So if I had if I had shungite powder, uh, does Derek sell shungite powder? Just oh yeah, powder? and he's got he's got a huge um, sale going on because <clears throat> we have a uh, well he's developed it. Um, but we have a relationship with uh, the mine in Karelia itself. Um, oh wow! So the and they know us, you know, the, the amazing people. They know us, but the main uh, shipper, the main importer into the United States, when he goes over there, he buys what people have ordered that you know he knows he needs to buy. But then he, um, he'll he find out, is there anything else that you're doing now that we don't know about, you know? And so he always, the first person that gets information about what they've got directly in the mine is Derek. And he gets, you know, do you want to buy this? And so Derek bought up like three pallets of the finest shungite powder that they make. Wow. And, the, and the only reason that they make this powder is because of Derek and the bees. They they actually um, sort of, somebody kind of, I guess, pressured him about the problems of um, 
you know, it's powder. So you got to be real careful about what you're inhaling. And they were having safety issues. So they decided that they were going to shut it down until they found out about the powder in the bees. And um, so they spent the money they needed to, to make it a safe environment in order to support the worldwide Shungite beehive project. So he just bought, he just brought in, I think it's three tons of the powder because it was such a good buy. He basically bought whatever the, the uh, mine had. So he's got a tremendous supply of it, and it is on sale. Oh, fabulous. Okay. okay. I don't know if he's got it all up yet because he just got the stuff a couple of days ago. Yeah. So, um, but it is there. Boy. And um, so anybody that would like to, because, you, you know, all of this, I mean, you could, you could, well, I don't know where you'd get the food grade uh, I've diet got some. To, oh, you do. So, okay, so you yeah, get the yeah. you you get the powder from him and you uh, mix it yourself. You know, if you got that. Fifty fifty. I should I should call him, huh? Yep. And um, but he's very careful about how he puts these things together. You know uh -huh. how much and and Derek isn't just the he, this guy is like really really gifted on so many levels. So to me, I would always go with him, even if somebody else can give me the same stuff, because it's not his. Okay. You know, the energy that those people put in it. And what he's built in Mystical Wear is the actual physical store that's in Washington is without a doubt um, the, the, the biggest worldwide, biggest, the biggest selection of Shungite products and Shungite devices uh worldwide nobody's as, nobody's got as much as he does oh that is really really cool that's yeah. great i'm thinking about how fortunate that the universe put you together oh yeah but oh, yeah. we have all those stories about all those people that and i think about your story about walt and yeah. i don't know your story about dolly but um Dolly's the one that made Cosmic Reality Radio. <laughs> really? Yeah. She's she's still listening. Yeah, she I thought maybe she was totally engrossed in television and that we. No, did not... I haven't been watching. I'll watch the recording. Okay. Recording. Well, I got I got kind of ticked off uh, when I was in uh, Wolf Spirit. At the way things are being run after Dave crossed over, so I decided I'd had enough of that stuff, and I was leaving. So I was giving. I told Colleen and Nancy, "I'm out of here. I, I'm over this crap. I, I cannot do it anymore." So we we were on what was going to be my last time on the radio there and I was reading my resignation letter and uh, JP came in and I just continued reading my resignation letter and then I was out of there and in the meantime Nancy had been building a radio station and, <coughs> and so they decided did you guys get fired or did you just quit <laughs> Well, what happened was that she's about she's quitting Wolf Spirit, 
it, but I was a producer, and Colleen were producer for her shows, and, and, you know, it's like, wait a minute, what's happening here? I don't think I was producing you, but she was at the time. And, you know, so anyway, so we were, and we were not happy with uh, JP. I'd built this radio station to help him out, and then he was ignoring me. So anyway, because we're running out of time. Um, But what happened was that Colleen, myself, and Dolly were on a a Skype call. And all of a sudden, Colleen says, and we'd been talking about this, what are we going to do? Do we try to work with Wolf Spirit, or do we just break off on our own? And Colleen wanted to break off on her own, and I didn't know enough about what I was doing to know anything. I was just sort of sitting there. So what happened was that JP disconnected Colleen from Wolf Spirit in that conversation. And when she got him on, I think she might have been on, I don't know how she was talking with him, maybe Skype. Um, when she got with him, she said to, he said to her, what do I hear about you quitting? We had said nothing to anybody. And it was like he was overhearing us. So he comes in, she gets into it with him, and she's telling us what he's saying. And in the end, we never talked to JP again, ever. Done deal, yeah, gone. Never, ever. Yep, that's how it happened. But it was all Dolly's fault. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take the credit and be proud of it. Yep, yep, as you should be. Colleen had family uh, illness, right? That she couldn't be a producer anymore. She just was burnt out. They were in the middle of a move. It was just too much. And once, and she had another granddaughter, so it was like, it was easier to leave. Listen, we got to leave here. So why don't you say good night, please? Good night, please. <laughs> good night, y'all. Thank you for coming. Thank you for having me. Thank uh, you for being here, Dolly and. Nancy. And thank and the listeners you. and thank Walt for being here for when he was here. Yeah, <laughs> we'll we'll you, see Walt. you next time. Thanks, Barbara. All right. Yeah, love, love you. Love you guys. Love Bye. you, Bye bye. Thanks, everybody. Say what? Say what radio show? With no agenda. It's always a surprise. But if we're not having fun, we're doing something wrong. <laughs> <laughs>